A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy, Jim Jim Chiroo. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. Or blow me a kiss. And that's lucky too. Three Guys in the Mouse, Season 1, Episode 24. The ladder of life has been strung. You might think a sweep's on the bottom most rung. Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. What's up, guys? And Hunter. How's it going? I do want to apologize that we uh, missed last week, but some of us decided to head out to Disneyland, and we'll talk about that later. But first, we're going to start with the news. So here we go. So to start the news off, we're going to go to a uh, place that's nearby Disneyland, but not worth uh, their entry fee, where they have decided to gouge you even more. Universal Hollywood where they decided to announce that with Harry Potter coming in, that they will now be raising their one-day ticket admission to $115 a day. And as George is showing me right now, their front-of-the-line ticket, which, uh, for you guys who don't know, front-of-the-line is basically their version of FastPass. Uh, what it is is you pay more so that you can uh, jump the line. Um, of course, Disney... I will say, Disney has wanted to do this before, but they've actually uh, done, like, you know, their questionnaires, and they found that no one would pay for FastPass, so that's why they actually still keep it as a free service. But uh, Universal, of course, decided, well, we can make a couple dollars off of this. With uh, their $115 ticket, they have announced that their price now for front of the line is going to go to $179 to $239, which is insanity. They are talking about a one-day for you to jump the line. And I also want to bring up at Universal Orlando, front of the, the uh, front of the line pass doesn't actually get you uh, front of the line in Harry Potter, which I'm going to assume at Universal Hollywood they're going to do the same thing. So how do you guys feel about Universal completely ripping you off? This is just terrible. And again, I, like I said off mic, like that's the only word that I can use to describe it. It's terrible. Yeah, they there really is no other, like, you can't help but look at it and just be like, this is Universal doing what Universal does best. Valuing themselves at way more than they are worth. It's not worth it, man. You know, it's way too much money for that. And that's considering that George used to be a hardcore Universal fan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Jar Jar fan speaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I do want to bring up, too, I just had, like, a Twitter war with someone the other day about Universal... How he was like, Universal's coming up on its own, blah, blah, blah. How, how they care about fans uh, more than uh, ticket prices and concession sales. And uh, right here, it just shows you, no, they don't. They don't care about you. That's the thing, is that Universal, yeah, they're, they're definitely doing a lot better now. Uh, especially with the way that they do Harry Potter in Universal Orlando. Not in Universal Hollywood. If you've seen the pictures, you know that they did a crummy job, like... You can see, you can see like all kinds of buildings in the sight lines. You, uh, what is it? Um, Springfield is actually right next to it. I will say I've seen pictures that now they're starting to paint the show buildings with like trees and stuff to like kind of make it not so obvious that it's a show building. But I'm like, the thing is, is that it's still there. Mm -hmm. Like I can still see it. But my thing is, it's like Universal, they don't really care. And a lot of, a lot of people 
like to tell themselves Universal is this, you know, little theme park that can or whatever, but the thing is is that they don't. The when it really comes down to it, Universal doesn't care about you. They just care about ticket sales and about beating Disney. That's their big thing. And you know, when the sheep <laughs> as I put it, uh, when the sheep decide to go into Universal and just believe that it's better, the thing is is that um, they feed into it, but eventually Universal is going to come up uh, the same way they always do, short, because, you know, there is nothing to do there. I was just having, like, so my whole Twitter feud that I had was about the fact that um, they were talking about, oh, you know, uh, lines right now at Universal Orlando are so insane uh, he was, like, pointing out that a few rides were at 60 minutes. And I was like, it's spring break. They should be higher than that. I was like, Disneyland's, uh, to, uh, Disneyland's lines are higher than that. And he was like, Disneyland is not like that. I was there a couple weeks ago, and they were, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, I was, and I said to him, I was like, I don't believe that Radiator Springs racers, uh, Indiana Jones, or Hyperspace Mountain were 30 minutes. And he was like, well, no, those ones were over 60, but, you know, other than that, I'm like, no, shut up. Like, because the lose. thing is, it's like, A, I'm pointing out that you're talking about a couple weeks ago when it's off-season. And uh, at that, too, I'm like, dude, you probably checked them only in the morning. And he's like, well, that's what you're doing with Universal. I'm like, no, Universal's crowds stay the same all day. They don't get more people. <laughs> that's their problem, is that that's their awful. I'm just, like, going way in-depth on how awful they are. But, uh, yeah, like, I just see it, like, this is, they're just, they're just not as good. And this, this price is insane. It's insane. Oh, yeah, I also want to bring up that they've decided to do the Disney thing, and they raised their annual prices, so, uh, or their annual ticket prices. So their annual ticket, or season pass, is now $600, um, which I will say, I, that is affordable, for Universal, I would say that, like, that's affordable for a season pass. But as I've said in the past, when are you going back? <laughs> like, it's really not a park that you're like, I need to go here multiple times a year. Universal is definitely... Universal Hollywood, I don't think... I'm, I think we talked about this, right, a while ago? I don't think I've been there in, like, five years. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, is, like, they don't have things that you're like, I need to go back there now. There's no, there's nothing there that's a major draw. Even with Harry Potter, it's like, well, I'm, I'm going back to Orlando in October. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, like I said, when I went in January, I didn't go to Universal. I was just like, eh, I'll skip it. <laughs> that's the real, that's the real thing, too, is after our one day two years ago, we were like, well, that was fun for that half a day. And then what was it? We went to, uh, I think, either the water park or into Magic Kingdom, like, right afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, we did the water park, right? That was the day that we did the water park. I think so. No. No, no, we went in the night. No, because, yeah, the water park is when we... We, we uh, went in the morning. Yeah, we went in the morning, and then we went back to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we did Universal, and we rode everything, including we uh, we waited in, I want to say it was like a 40-minute line for Transformers because it broke down while we were in line. And we still were able to ride every attraction and leave at, uh, we left at 6 p.m., right? And we went back to uh, Magic Kingdom and stayed there until, like, 1 in the morning. <laughs> I just, I always laugh at that. I'm just like, you know, Universal has to close early because it's a half-day park. And I, I would honestly say both parks together are a half-day park. Um, I know we've, we've harped on it before, but 
a third a third gate there it's just like dude like neither park is a full day park make one of them be a full day experience and then move on and the funny part is that i mean we took our time i mean we would stop and take photos and, and <laughs> yeah exactly we even ate like we were walking fast we were actually walking really slow because you know we were just tired and uh we were tired from our from our going to disney world every day yeah and then yeah, like George was saying, uh, one thing too is like, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, so like, we spent a lot of time in just the Simpsons area, because like, I really enjoyed the area and the theming, so I was taking pictures, I was checking out everything, the, the store, I think we stayed in the Simpsons store, the Quickie Mart store, which is a small store, honestly we were in there for like, almost 40 minutes. Like, yeah. we were in there a long time, considering how small it was. And we're watching the little TV uh, inside. Yeah. And we're talking on the phone outside. And, and then even at that, when we went to um, Diagon Alley, we spent, like, a few hours just in Diagon Alley checking everything out. Then we, you know, of course, like, that's the thing, though, is, like, it, nothing there was just, like, you know, that spectacular. It's it just, ugh. Yeah. Every, like, the... The Harry Potter stuff, yeah, that's spectacular. I really enjoy the Simpsons stuff, but other than that, it's just like whatever. Like even, I, I know I've said it before, the Transformers ride, not groundbreaking. Like everyone's like talking about how groundbreaking it was, but I just sat on it and I was like, this is the Spider-Man ride. That's all it is. Different I, scenery. I didn't, yeah. I didn't ride it, right? I went to uh, E.T. Yeah, oh yeah, which George. Is, which is like George a- George skips Transformers. Like, it was like two minute uh, line. <laughs> it was cool, man. I love, I love that you skipped Transformers to ride E.T. <laughs> it was a cool ride. Childhood right there. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I guess uh, I don't want to bring everyone down too much. So uh, to move on, though, uh, to some... Uh, this is actually some bad Disney news, I would say. Um, Disney released the Magic Kingdoms app, which I know we talked about and we were really excited for. And I will say, I downloaded it. I currently am playing it. But this app really is just like, you don't need it. It's a pass. Yeah, I'm playing it too. I, I enjoy it a little bit. I'll yeah. be honest. It has some fun things in it. Like yeah. what? Uh, it's just Disney. <laughs> you build your own thing. That's true. But at the same time, you set it off, yeah. Mike Josh. It's, it's clearly, you know, directed towards little kids. So I don't know why they had a press yeah. conference for the thing. It, so the problem with this app is it's a, it's a builder app built for kids. But the thing is, is that... They didn't consider at all that children are a lot smarter than they are, you know, than they were. So, like, nowadays, like, this Builder app, it's, like, very childish. And, like, as an adult, it's really insulting. insulting. Like, so you start off, and the Main Street area and, the, and uh, the Cinderella Castle are already set up for you. And then when you uh, get new areas to build on, you have to... Uh, so the whole thing is that it's cursed. So you have to clear away the cursed land... And when you get the uh, the new areas, they only give you a small amount of space that you can actually use. And then they have, like, parts that are, like, grass and stuff and trees that you can't build on. And uh, then, like, they, they only give you small things. You can't move on until you get through, like, quests. You have to quest to get more land. You, uh, you have to quest to get more uh, characters. You have to level up characters to get, you know, new things to do. Like, everything about it is, like, very childish and... Like, like I told my wife, I was like, like, the, I play Simpsons Tapped Out, and Simpsons Tapped Out is a lot better. It's a basic, you know, builder app where it's just like, we give you a bunch of characters. Yeah, you have to, like, uh, you have to quest to get some of the characters, but, uh, you can purchase characters, 
um, you can buy as much land as you want. Like, there's no, there's nothing stopping you from buying as much land as you want other than the fact that you have to earn that, uh, money. So, like, you know, I'm just like, the Disney one, I'm just like, uh, it's, it's just boring. And, and after a while, you, like, and at that, the, the quests are moronic. Like, the way that the, they tell the story is just so stupid. Like, like, I, I'm doing a quest right now where Goofy's like, oh, gosh, you know what today is, and Mickey's like, I, oh, is it your birthday? And he goes, no, it's sandwich day. And then it says, send Goofy to his house to eat a sandwich. And I'm like, this is the mission? Come on. I know what quest you're talking about, because it's like a four-hour thing. Wait, dude, I'm like, it takes you four hours to make and eat a sandwich? I think you're yeah. doing it wrong, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's silly. That's what it is. It's, it's for children. And, you know, I would honestly say it's a pass. Like, play it if you want, but, uh, you know, it's not something that you need to have. Like, definitely just pass on it. Get, get a Disneyland Connect for Xbox <laughs> if you really want to play Disneyland. <laughs> uh, I mean, I barely, I played it for like an hour, didn't like it too much, so I just deleted it. Yeah. Yeah, my, my wife is already like, you know, I think I'm going to delete this. Because she's like, I'm bored of it already. And she, she got a lot of levels, all, right? Like, a lot of characters. Yeah, we and we both have been playing it for a week. And we're just like, eh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that awkward stare from George. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, um, some good news. So with the, the hashtag share your ears campaign officially ended. And uh, on Monday, March 14th. Make-A-Wish uh, volunteers, Wish families, and Wish granters gathered in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland for them to uh, announce that uh, the Share Your Ears campaign was actually a huge success. And with that, Disney announced that they were going to... Dis- uh, they decided to double their original donation of a million dollars to two million dollars because of the outpouring of fans. Um, as they put it on the Disney Parks blog, to honor the uh, 100,000th Disney wish granted globally and in celebration of the Disneyland Resort Diamond Celebration, fans were invited to share images of themselves wearing Mickey Mouse ears to, uh, or their creative interpretations of ears. Photos uploaded with the hashtag ShareYourEars unlocked a donation from Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Um, as David Williams, president and CEO of Make-A-Wish America, said, We were overwhelmed by the response to Share Your Ears. The campaign not only raised valuable funds for wish granting, it allowed us to engage with both current Make-A-Wish supporters and those who learned about us for the very first time. Now we have a worldwide community who is more enthusiastic about our unique relationship with Disney than ever before. And then at that, uh, Bob Chappick, chairman of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, said, uh, we're thrilled that so many of our guests, fans, and cast members supported Make-A-Wish by sharing their ears and joining the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts and making even more children's wishes come true. Um, and then that's when they announced that they were going to do the two million. So, uh, of course, like, all that aside, this is actually really awesome. I was really, uh, excited about the Share Your Ears, and I'm, uh, especially happy to see that they doubled their efforts. Actually, really quick, I know I never brought it up before because, you know, I kept forgetting to. Uh, I had put it up on my Twitter page, the one that I had shared on Instagram. I decided to put it up on uh, Twitter as well. And I got a little funny throw out of this. Uh, the Disney parks, like, people actually were at Disneyland Resort was like, Oh, hey, you know, way to make the most of this. They're like, yeah, thanks. 
Yeah, they, uh, I actually really love, like, their Twitter and stuff. They, they love to respond, like, um, I, I got a retweet from them the other day about something. I, I don't remember what it was, but. But yeah, you know, back on the whole, you know, show your ears thing. I think we said it, uh, the second time we had brought it up, I, we, we both, we all agreed. We are like, they're probably going to hit this mark ridiculously fast. They yeah. might even extend it a little bit. And instead yeah. of extending it, they're like, you know what? We're just going to double our donation because you guys are awesome. Uh, I believe that's, quite honestly, I believe that's what happened. Is they were just, they saw so many people posting it that they were just like, oh, you know what? We might as well just do two million because this is, a, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure they hit it really quickly. Yeah, that was very nice of them. Yeah. Um, but to move on from that with some Disney World news. Uh, Disney World announced, or actually they did not announce, they abruptly took (laughs) off parades and fireworks from their FastPass Plus feature. And, um, I actually think this was an awesome thing, because before, um, the idea that to get, like, the, you know, best viewing for a parade or a fireworks show, you had to use a FastPass was annoying. Especially with their whole rule that, oh, if you use three FastPasses, we'll give you a bonus one, and then we'll keep giving you a bonus one until, uh, the end of the night. If you use one of them for a fireworks show, that means you're not getting any more. So, you know, I, I always thought of it kind of like they cheat, they they gypped you, you know? But yeah. uh, it's nice to see that uh, they they saw that fans were annoyed about it and they just took it off. Really quick, though. You're kind of, you're kind of messing yourself over if you seriously wasted a fast pass for a parade. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, I, I agree. Like... I know the whole thing that they want people to, like, uh, you know, to plan more for their vacations and stuff, but it's like, I don't want to plan that far in advance. Especially, like, I know we've talked about it before, but the thing that I hate about FastPass Plus is that it really forces you into fast passes. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I know we've talked about it at length before, but it's really annoying for them to be like, oh... Uh, you want to have a fast pass for Space Mountain? Here's a bonus fast, or here's another fast pass, uh, or well, okay. So more realistically, it's like you choose a ride, and they give you three options. They're like, you can have Space Mountain at 6 p.m., and then we're going to give you Small World, which you don't need it for, and Stitch's Great Escape, which you won't <laughs> need it for. And you're like, why? Like, I don't need these other two. Why can't you just give me the rides I want? Like, I know we've said it before, and we know that Bob Iger is listening right now. <laughs> so, I just want to say it again. Mr. Iger, what we want is just make FastPass Plus a digital version of FastPass. That's all it needs to be. Have me go up to the ride, scan my fa- uh, my FastPass Plus, or my uh, Magic Band, to get the FastPass, and then on the app, it'll tell me the time, and then... I can be like, okay, so I go off and do my thing, and then it also makes it easier because if I miss that time, the fast pass is gone, so I'm not getting on that ride. Not like at Disneyland where mm-hmm. you can show up and be like, oh, can I use this today? <laughs> and, and guilt trip them into letting you in. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was just uh, when I was just at Disneyland, I got uh, I got a tweet from a company that uh, lets people exchange for money fast passes, which I thought was super shady anyway. <laughs> But it was like showing me, it was like, oh, do you need a fast pass for t- uh, Tower of Terror? We have a guest who decided not to use it, just buy the app. And I'm like, no, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Something tells me that, that if you're seriously buying, you know, a fast pass, you should probably rethink certain things in your life. <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> 
I know. I'm, I mean, have you ever uh, like when somebody uh, you're just walking and this guy was like, "Hey, you guys want this fast pass?" Like, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, you know, we've actually done that before. We're like, we'll have like a big group, and then half the group will decide they don't want to go on said ride. Oh, so yeah. we're like, so we offer it to someone just well, like, "Hey, do you yeah. want do you want a fast pass for the ride?" Like that, I understand that. The whole idea of that app for me to pay for that service, I'm just like, no. Like I, you know, that. Like we said with Universal, I'm not going to pay to get a front-of-the-line pass. How about you just treat me like a person? You know, going back with uh, the one you say about the fast pass and you put it on your phone, um, it'll be cool, like, it'll give you a little ringer, letting you know, like, hey, it's 12 o'clock, you should start heading yeah, back. Yeah, if you have, like, a notification uh, on there. 15 minutes prior, it'll be like, hey, you should probably start making your way over to, you know, Space Mountain. So there's no excuse, like, saying, oh, you know, I've totally forgot the time, so. I, I totally agree. Mr. Iker, take our take our suggestion, please. <laughs> um, but another another new uh, thing going on at Magic Kingdom. So they announced a new hard ticket event. Uh, it's called Disney After Dark. <laughs> Just immediately the worst name they could. <laughs> no, I'm, of course, like uh, I'm sure we all remember the uh, Disneyland After Dark special with uh, Walt Disney, uh, which I'm assuming is where they took that from. Mm. Uh, but. They announced that uh, the whole idea of this, it's a hard ticket event where Disney, after dark, you pay for this event and it'll allow you to travel to, into the Magic Kingdom three hours after the park has closed. It's $149 for kids and adults, so that's just flat. So it's $150 for everyone. And uh, it comes with complimentary ice cream and select bottled drinks. Which when I heard that, I was like, they better have soda as a select bottled drink. Because <laughs> I am going to be mad if it's water. Um, so the dates are as follows. April 28th and May 5th, uh, it's going to run, uh, from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. And April 14th and 21st and May 8th, 12th, and 19th, it's going to be from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Now, so I'm just going to say straight up, no, this is garbage. Like, the $150? No, I'm not doing this. But I, I want to bring up that this is magic hours. This is extra magic hours. That's, That's all it is. what it is. And to add on to that, again, $150, isn't that a little crazy? I know me thinking about it, even though... For we, three hours. Yeah, for three hours. I'm probably sitting here, you know, the average man's probably like, well, if it was like 40 bucks, I would say okay, because it's only a couple extra hours. Yeah, I just see it. Well, and then at that, with the magic hour, the extra magic hours, it just makes it unappealing. Because it's like, if I stay at the, if I stay at one of your resorts, I'll get this for, for free. free. So why am I going to do, why am I going to pay $150 each to get it? Now, is it per group or per person? Per person. Per person. Oh, no, that's too much. If it's like for the whole group, maybe that's okay. It's like 150 bucks, it's like not, like it's just whatever, but... For one person, no, that's way too much. I, I will say as a positive thing, I know one thing people, uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about that they miss is uh, they used to do this event at Disney Parks called, uh, it was like e-ticket night. And it was like this, where you would pay like $100 or something like that. And you would get uh, like, it was longer though. I think it was like six hours uh, after the park was uh, would close. But the park would close early for it. So the park would close early and then you would get like, you know, these hours where you uh, could ride just every e-ticket was the whole point of it. Um, and people were big fans of it. But, you know, I understand what they're going for. But like I said, like, we get extra magic hours. So it's like, I'm not going to pay for this service. 
I mean, if they're not staying at the resort, I mean, don't you think it's kind of worth it for them? Yeah, for them, it's worth it. Uh, I would still suggest no. <laughs> I would still say save your money. Like, it, it, it just rubs me wrong. Just the idea of being like 150 each for three hours, it's like, no. I'll no, just, thank you. I'll just leave. That's all right. I'll be fine. Um, to, uh, to move on, though, uh, so March Magic is going on. Not March Madness. We don't care about that. But, uh, <laughs> so I've got, a, I've got a few of the um, March Magic results here for you. For the Dream 16, um, we've got the Caribbean Cannonballs, the Soarin' Gliders, Toad Hall Mayhem, the Small World Travelers, which narrowly beat out the Wonderland teacups, by the way. Um, but Abominable Snowmen, Jungle Cruise, Skippers, and uh, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Goats, and the Haunted Mansion Holidays are for Disneyland. And over at Disney World, their eight is Gracie Manor Ghouls, Star Tours Troopers, Ananda Poor Yetis, Tower of Terror Bellhops, Future World Phoenicians, Liberty Square Independence, Tomorrowland Movers, and Space Mountain Blast. Um, of course, since that was last week, this week we've got the Enchanted 8. Uh, so, what, um, we don't have it yet for Disneyland because they haven't, like, put out what their results were. But Disney World announced this morning that, uh, Gracie Manor Ghouls, Future World Phoenicians, Space Mountain Blast, and Tower of Terror Bellhops are the last four for them. So we just need the last four for Disneyland. Um, this is more, like, information for anyone that cares. Uh, how do you guys feel about your teams? Right. I know Hunter knows that the Independents got beat out yeah. by the Future World Phoenicians. I was hoping for the Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> Have them take down Gracie Manor for, for it. I will say, um, Gracie Manor Ghouls went against the Star Tours Troopers, and on Twitter, they actually beat out Gracie Manor Ghouls, which I was really surprised to see. Um, obviously, because they take it from Facebook and, um, Instagram, uh, I'm assuming that, uh, that's the numbers that made Gracie Manor Ghouls win, but I was just surprised, because on Twitter, I was surprised to see Star, Star Tours win, but then, at the same time, I was thinking that it probably really has to deal with the fact that, uh, Star, you know, Star Wars came out, and it was so big, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know, I, I still... I'm sorry, I still don't understand how it works. So just people just vote and that's it, right? Yeah, Hashtags. so you, uh, on Twitter you can vote for it because you can, uh, you can do like, uh... Favoring. Yeah. Well, no, they put it up and you vote for which team. Like, uh, it's an actual, like, oh, poll. Okay, okay. But, uh, on Instagram you say hashtag ghouls or hashtag troopers. And then, um, same thing with Facebook. And then they, uh, add up all the numbers. Um, I will say... Future World Phoenicians, I think they are definitely the Cinderella story right now. Because it's just like, you know what? I don't think anyone saw them coming in here. Uh, I will say, against the Independence, it was like, well, it's two, like, quote-unquote lame rides against each other. But for them to end up in the, like, last four, that's pretty surprising. <laughs> um, I, I will say Tower of Terror, I was really surprised to see in there, too. Uh, I forget who they went against, though. But I was like, oh, really? Oh, who was it? Was it the Movers? No, I'm trying to think. I think they went against uh, the Yetis, actually. How'd they beat the Yetis? <laughs> yeah, like, it was actually really surprising to see them win. I was like, oh, wow. Um, anyway, uh, so that's 
uh, March Magic for right now. We'll we'll keep you updated in case you care. <laughs> um, so uh, to move on with uh, Disney fan news, the D twenty three, the official fan club of Disney, announced their twenty seventeen uh, um, D twenty three Expo. It's going to be July fourteenth to the seventeenth, uh, twenty seventeen, and the first day to pre order is July fourteenth, twenty sixteen. Now, I know I said this to you guys off mic, but uh, what's really surprised me is, um, as we know, July 17th is Disneyland's birthday. And, of course, they always hold it at Anaheim's uh, Anaheim uh, Convention Center. How surprised are you that they've moved this into July? Shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, That's a I'm actually... That's a day. Yeah, I'm very shocked to see it come into July because it's usually in August. And August is like when things are, you know, slowing down. July is, like, peak season, like, for them to be like, yeah, let's do it here. Especially on Disneyland's birthday, I'm like, man, they they must have some big stuff that they're decide that they're going to decide to announce. You know they're probably talking smack, because that's, how, honestly, I, that, now that you said that, that's the only thing I can think of, is something big is about to happen. They're probably sitting there talking smack in their office right now. These guys don't even know what we're about to do. <laughs> I, I do wonder, though, because I know, like, last year, they didn't really do a lot of, uh... Disney Park stuff. It was more Disney Park stuff that you knew about. And I know um, they've talked about before that um, it seems like every other year they like to have a huge, like, Disney Parks display. So there's the thing that um, people have been saying that they're like, maybe there's a lot of park stuff that they're ready to announce for this, and that's why they want to do it then. One of the biggest things I think probably is that they want to announce, like, the real, like, Star Wars land, like, real official stuff that they want to let you know about. You know? Maybe they'll tell us what they're doing with all the extra lands that they're just, you know, systematically taking out, too. Because I know we have the parking garage. That was well, I know thing. we talked about, um, about, you know, Marvel coming to DCA. That might be a thing that they bring up. Might be, you know, Marvel finally moving into DCA. Yeah. Um, and I, I really want to say I'm putting my money on, like, more concrete information about Star Wars land. Um, oh, no doubt. Because, like, realistically, Star Wars Land, we don't know anything about. Like, we have concept art and ideas, but it's, like, very vague. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, we're going to give you some real deal information right now. Shock but, the world. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. Uh, I will say I've let my D23 kind of go away, but I don't. I keep going back and forth if I should, like, really be a member. Because, like, I, I, was a, I was a charter member for a long time. But I just, like, I just felt like it wasn't worth it. <laughs> hey, I did do the, I did do the D23 day at the studio once. That was pretty awesome. But, like, even at that, like, the their studio tour, like, if you do, like, um, I know I brought it up before, like, uh, Warner Brothers has an amazing studio tour. If you go to Hollywood, their studio tour is, like, real deal, like, letting you in on, like, everything. And you get to see real sets. Disney's uh, studio tour was more about, you know, historically what they've done. And it's just like, yeah, you know, that's cool. But I want, like, real deal. Like, I want you to be like, this is stuff we're doing. Like, I wanted to go to the animation studio because it's right across the street. But they didn't take us there. They took us to the old animation studio. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. These are offices now. Yeah. Yeah, they should have taken you down there and been like, here's our artist. You can never discuss what you are about to see. <laughs> Well, you're, you're not allowed to take pictures when you go inside of the Disney buildings anyway when you're at the studio. So I didn't know why I couldn't just go in there. 
And, and then at that, they do it on Saturdays, which is when the studio's, like, normally closed. So I'm just like, it, like... You're not hurting would, anybody. Yeah, then. what would you be hurting? I will say one really cool thing is they have a Disney store in inside of the studio, but it has things uh, in it that aren't released into the Disney store yet. Like, uh, that was the cool thing. It's like, you could tell when we went... When we went in there, it was like... I want to say it was in, like, 2010 or something like that. Um, they had stuff for, like, uh, they had a lot of stuff that I had never seen before. And they were like, oh, well, these are coming out soon. Uh, we just get them first. And I was like, ah! Did, cool. did they let you purchase stuff? Or they oh, like, yeah, they look. did. Uh, we, all the stuff we purchased when we were there said studio, though. Because we wanted it to say Walt Disney Studio. Right. Now, is that place, uh, can you, like, just randomly get in? Or you have no. to be a D23 member? Uh, yeah, you have to have a D23 member, um, to buy the tickets and go, because they check the IDs and all that, um, so you have to have a member with you. Uh, you can get free membership, though, so it's not that big a deal. Um, they, I do know they also do, uh, Mickey's of Glendale, they do a day of shopping there. Um, it's kind of a rip-off, because you're paying $50 to get to go pay money, at their store, but the thing is that Mickey's of Glendale is actually the um, WDI, the Walt Disney Imagineering store. So at the same time, you're like, but these are things you know no one has. Like I, I met a few people at work that were uh, a few older people that were wearing like um, they were wearing stuff that said like uh, Walt Disney Imagineering. One guy had a shirt uh, that was for an attraction, and it said like crew or whatever. And I asked him about it, and he was like, uh, he was like, oh, no, I, um, he's like, I did the, uh, he's like, we went to the store at uh, Imagineering, and we bought these. And I was like, that's so awesome. And I, I met one guy, he was wearing an Imagineering hat, and he, uh, it said wed, though, uh, which I thought was awesome. And I was like, oh, I love your hat. He's like, oh, thanks. He's like, my son got it for me. He's an Imagineer, which I was like, this guy, <laughs> this jerk. <laughs> You know, going back with the studio, so you're telling me that you just walked just a couple... It, it, how long did it took, like, the, the yeah, walk? It's a few hours. Yeah, yeah like, you just walk around. Um, uh, I know we talked about it in the past, but, you know, of course, one cool thing is now Walt Disney's office is actually back in its actual office. And apparently, when you do the D23, like, tour, you go to it now. So I will I will say that's, like, kind of... Uh, that That's intriguing. I would like to see the office in its rightful place. Right. <laughs> I think the cool part about, like, uh, Warner Brothers is, like, when you go into studios, uh, they're like, oh, this is a nice place, where it's like, oh, you don't touch that at all, you know, like, because <laughs> those are the things that they're working, you know. Yeah, like, uh, like, seeing the Batman suit and all that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, or seeing the Harry Potter, like, uh, stuff from the movies. Um, yeah, we're, we're huge, we're huge fans of studios, by the way. But, um, not Disney Hollywood Studios, though. <laughs> no, <I'm> but- <laughs> Um, to move on to some crazy rumor area, I just wanted to talk about it because of how outlandish it was. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's a polite way to say it. <laughs> um, so this rumor came out last week, uh, that Disney wants to do a Guardians of the Galaxy re-theme of the Tower of Terror. And I've heard this before. I will, uh, I will honestly admit, I thought... That I misunderstood, and I thought they were talking about Rock and Roller Coaster, and I said, you know, I could see Rock and Roller Coaster because Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone knows, had an awesome soundtrack. So I'm like, I could see them doing it for that. And then someone was like, no, it's Tower of Terror, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Tower of Terror 
is a ride that's built around the fact that it's Tower of Terror. How would you make that Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> you can't, you, you yeah, can't, you can't, it just uh, doesn't make sense. Like, we're gonna get group and like pull you up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't make any sense. We we laughed about this when you first said it, and we were like, okay, that's just like one of those rumors that when you hear it, you should just have the rightful thinking that and be like, okay, that's not even funny, guys. <laughs> the thing I don't get about the rumor, too, is that they, uh, I know they're not hurting for, like, guests to go to Tower of Terror, but I know that they're also, that they're in a position right now where they're actively trying to figure out what to do with Rock and Roller Coaster, because... Uh, the big thing is that, you know, Aerosmith doesn't tour anymore. Um, people love Steven Tyler still, and the ride's still super popular, but the thing is is that they want to tie it into, like, something that they don't have to pay Aerosmith to, like, keep, you know, using them as the logo. And I'm like, that's why I said, I'm like, Guardians would actually work yeah. perfectly on Rock and Roller Coaster. And especially, like, the music and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't know, it just makes no sense to me. That, that's why I want to bring it up. It, it makes absolutely no, no sense. sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, finally, the one uh, last news bit I wanted to bring up. Shanghai Disneyland is apparently becoming a huge headache. Uh, I just read an article on Mice Chat where they were talking about... Uh, rumor has it that... Rumor has it... Um, <laughs> rumor has it that Shanghai is six months behind schedule and it's supposed to open in ten weeks. Which means that Disney is pouring more money to try to get this thing done. And to cover up for that, they told, uh, Bob Iger told the, uh, parks, uh, management that they have to make budget cuts to make them try to cover up how much over budget Shanghai is. And one of the things that they're saying is that Disneyland now on Fridays and Sundays are going to close at 11 instead of midnight to save on payroll. Um, they're going to stop doing the Pixar Play Parade at DCA completely while they're doing the, uh, Food and wine. They're they're saying it's because food and wine makes it so that they can't do the parade, but it's all it's because they don't have it in the budget. They're gonna have only one red car trolley running. Uh, they're going to be cutting performers. Uh, they're gonna be cutting uh, like how many cast members? Like it's like a lot of cuts in like random areas. Like one thing is they were uh, it was saying instead of running two trains on Casey Jr., they're gonna only have one, which I was like that ride gets backed up anyway, <laughs> so. It's like, you're just really making that a headache. That sucks about cutting. Things. Yeah, um, I will say, I feel like uh, we're not going to feel it that bad. Um, especially, like, I know we've said it before, we don't really go to the parks during the summer, so, like, for us, like, we're not really going to notice. Yeah. But it is upsetting, um, especially Shanghai, to be over budget. And uh, schedule. Yeah, like, uh, it goes into this whole thing, though, where it's just like, you know, I don't understand how Disneyland was able to be built in a year, and then you, like, new parks cost, like, they cost, like, you know, billions of dollars, and they spend, like, you know, five years building them. I'm just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, for instance, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the easiest one. It took them five years to build this mine train. It's like, Why? Like, I love that ride, but that ride should not have taken that long. It's true, you're right. It, it does not make up for the fact that, that we have been waiting for so long. That is one area where I, where I can honestly say that, like, Universal is beating Disney because they're, like, putting the money into their attractions where right now they're averaging, like, one new attraction a year. And it's just, like, why is Disney spending, like, you know, a few years to build one ride and... 
that's it. And then you're just like, dude, like, you have to be quicker about this. You can't just be like, oh, we'll just uh, meddle with this for a while. It doesn't matter. I think what it is, they just want to test it out to see everything is, like, 100% right. But like I said, you're, you're, you're wasting time, you know? Yeah, um, I would agree. That that's I know I've heard a lot about that's one thing that Disney does do is they like to sit on something and make sure it's going to work perfectly before they open it. But it's like the thing is is that you know, playtesting is never the same as real, like, real deal having it run every day for hours. So it's like, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be technical difficulties. Look at uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones still is a headache in technical difficulties, but it doesn't matter. People <laughs> still wait in line for it. Yeah, we've been in line before we're, like, you know, in the middle <coughs> of the line and you'll hear the announcement. So, we're having issues. You guys can leave if you want. <laughs> having technical issues. Yeah, and then they're like, because we're not sure how long it's going to take, and then you just, I swear, sometimes you don't even have anybody move, like, they'll fix it, don't worry. Yeah. I'm not leaving. <laughs> or they'll be like, nope, I've waited an hour for this. I'm going to wait right here. <laughs> I don't care if it's until the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just one of those things. I just feel like that's really a place where Disney has really gotten complacent. It's just allowing rides to take way too long, um, lands to even take too long. I will say this last trip to Disneyland, um, I know I sent you guys all the pictures. Uh, you can tell they are hell-bent on getting, uh, really hitting the date for the Star Wars Land. Because when you're in the parking structure, which I had parked on Mini, which is the top level, and from up there you can completely see it. You can see that they are way ahead already. They completely have it like uh, excavated and they're already starting to do work on the area like you're just like man they are gonna make sure that this thing is open and running <laughs> it's wanna, 2017 you want to know why because two weeks ago we said yeah it's still going at a snail's pace and they were like yeah three guys said it's going at a snail's pace you need to pick it up <laughs> thank you mr Iger, for listening to us <laughs> like he, he dropped the phone like, that's it we gotta do something now <laughs> he took off his ipod and he said hey um so it appears that uh <laughs> The three guys believe that uh, we're going too slow, so we need to speed it up. Also, do I really not have a personality? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> no, uh, I, I definitely think, though, like, w the pace you see them with Star Wars Land for Disneyland, it's super fast. Um, I will say, I know we've talked about it before, they announced... That officially Star Wars Land was going to break ground in both part, uh, both coasts April 1st. But you can tell, Disneyland was like, we've already been working on it for a couple months. And uh, Disney, Disney World is the one that really hasn't started yet. Um, but of course that's because a lot of their land is going to be land that's already there. So they, like, uh, you know, of course we all know Lights, Motors, Action is gone now. Mm -hmm. uh, or, well, it will be gone. Uh, what is it, April 2nd, I think? Um, yeah, so, like, uh, they, they have to close all of their stuff down and start their work, but Disneyland is like, we're not wasting time. Everything's already done. We, we announced everything immediately, so we're gonna get working. It's like, I can see the construction crew, I gotta tie my shoe. It's like, son, you're not gonna tie no shoe. You're gonna keep on working. <laughs> you don't need shoes to work. <laughs> Lift your hands up. Um, I, I do want to say, though, uh, one thing that is kind of, uh, mind-boggling how do you guys feel about Star Tours being in Tomorrowland while, uh, you know, Star Wars Land is going to be on the other side of the park? I don't mind it. 
I don't mind either. I know it's a little bit of a weird, like, angle to look at, because you're like, I just got off Star Tours, I'm feeling the Star Wars vibe, and then I step back and you're like, oh, I gotta walk across the area. Here's my question, like, I know with that store, is it gonna be, like, just just plain old just Star Wars shirt, or like, just Star Tours shirts, or what? Any, like, the, the store. The Star um, Trader? Yeah. The one that you uh, I'm pretty sure Star Trader will revert back to how it used to be, where the, uh, the... You know, most of the store, it's like Disneyland slash Tomorrowland gear, and then that back part where uh, Star Tours exit out is going to go back to being where all the Star Wars stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of rumors, though, about Star Wars Land that I also wanted to bring up. I read some stuff that um, one of the biggest rumors is that Disneyland will break its, uh, you know, its thing about drink, about, you know, liquor, uh, that apparently Star Wars Land... Um, will feature the cantina, you know, the most Eisley cantina, with an actual bar inside of it. Which I was like, you know, I, I'm a big guy, I'm a big person about, you know, we don't need bars, you don't need adult entertainment stuff in a theme park, but I'm like, the cantina bar, I would love that. I need that to be a bar. That's like, it's like the, um, um, Trader Sam's, like, it's just like, so awesome. Like, you just, I, I want to see it be that. I will pay you know, $20 for some crazy drink that I probably won't even like. For blue milk. Yes. <laughs> now, like, like I would love to, like, to see that too. Like, I wanted that bar to be, like, just have their, like, uh, signature drinks only. Not, like, regular, like, drinks, like a Jack and Coke or nothing like that. Just only their signature drink. Like, if they want something, like, regular, like, to relax... Then they have to go to the other bar, you know. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> if they do it as a bar, they're going to do it more like, you know, a traditional bar. Where it's like, oh yeah, you can order what you want, but it'll be like Trader Sam's where it's like, we have our signature drinks. And, you know, those are the ones that realistically Disney fans are going to be ordering. Because, you know, that's the one thing I will say. is like a bar inside of a Disney park, people don't go there to drink because they're like, I want to get messed up. They go there to drink for the atmosphere of it. So it's like... You know, like I said, the most Eisley Cantina, like, if that was a bar, I would definitely go drink in it because I'd just be like, I just want to have a drink at the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, really quick, before we... I want to I wanna threaten people <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I want to tell people, I have a death sentence on 12 systems. <laughs> he wants to be attacked by an elderly old man with a lightsaber, is what he's saying. I will say, remember the FAO shorts out here? They had that. They had the cantina bar, and it was for kids, so, like, you could order, like... That's where you would order, like, soda and stuff. And I remember my mom hated that, like, every day, every time we would go there, we would be like, oh, uh, I want a drink at the at the Star Wars. And she's like, it's a regular Coke. You don't need to get it, uh, you know, super plussed up for, like, pricing because it was there. And we're like, but I want it from there. <laughs> I wonder how big is it going to be, you know? What? The bar. To scale. Um, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder yeah, too. Imagine how packed. Well, I mean, they be. announced it's going to be fourteen acres in total. So, like, you do wonder, like, how big is this all going to be? And you see a stormtrooper like outside, like, want to get in, like, you have to see the ID. <laughs> it's like, it's just there. Identification. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to you see don't that see identification. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to see your identification. Oh, um, oh no, no, that'll be later. Um, I did want to also bring up, uh, so we haven't seen Zootopia, but I showed you guys the opening scene, you know, on the pirated copy, and awesome, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help but, like, I'm like, I have to see this movie now. Yep. And, uh, I also wanted to bring up that Star Wars, get ready, because next week, 
Um, no, not next week. It's the week after, right? It's no, it's uh, next yeah, week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, next week Star Wars comes out, and the best part though is that uh, Target is full on board with this. Um, so I just saw at my local Target uh, that they changed their movie focal to be Star Wars. It's actually Ray with the lightsaber. Because Target's like, we don't care if you've seen the movie. You, we assume you've seen the movie. Um, and I know that their toys, their toys vocal is also going to turn over. So get get excited, people. Yeah, Star Wars is coming back. Yeah, uh, we're going to have like signs, new toys, and stuff like that. Um, oh, I don't know if you saw this, but we have Zoom Zoom for Star Wars. Now, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. You know, like Target and like Disney Store, they have, it's completely different. Like Zoom Zoom. Like, I think the... Disney have it's like a little bit smaller or bigger or something like that. No, they're the same. They're the same. Yeah. Oh. Uh, don't. The only thing is that Disney like they don't keep them around, so it's like they only have like whatever the new ones are. They don't keep like old ones. I noticed that like they're kind of using Target as like a place where they're like, oh, we'll just have all of them be here randomly. So like you know, you guys will get like you guys have the Zootopia ones right now, but you guys also sometimes get uh, get orders of like the Frozen ones like. It yeah. makes it easier to like find the old ones. Yeah, we have the uh, we have the Star Wars now. Yeah, I saw yeah, I saw them real. though. the The Star Wars ones are actually really hard to find at uh, Disney Store. They're always sold out, so it's good mm-hmm. to see that Target has them. Yeah, as soon as uh, we walked into the Disney Store yesterday, they had the little sign for us. Like, why do I feel the need to buy this twenty dollar Boba Fett Zoom Zoom? <laughs> it or was the, huge. Or the big job of the hut. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Like, I don't, I don't even know what situation calls for me having something so childlike. Actually, I also want to point out that the Disney. I just went to the Disney store today, and they had a poster on the uh, window of Ray with the lightsaber. I will point out, I could tell looking at it that it's not her with the lightsaber. They photoshopped the lightsaber in her hand because it's a shot of her with the staff. And what they did is they fixed it. To be a lightsaber. <laughs> and I can tell because I've seen that image so many times. But it's still, like, I love that they're... That's that funny. I, I feel like it's this whole thing, you know, the whole hashtag, where's Ray Because there was, like, no products for her. I feel like it's their way of being like, she's here. Like, we heard you. She will be here. <laughs> can I get a, a three-pack with Finn and uh, Ray and BB-8 from Jakku? Jakku? Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? <laughs> I've watched that movie three times already. <laughs> this week. Um, April 1st, though, you'll get your digital download if you pre-ordered it like I did. You were smart. And uh, <laughs> April 5th, uh, you can go to your local Target and get the Target-exclusive Star Wars. Steel uh, case. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you are cool like me and you want it. Yes. I'm, a, I'm honestly looking forward to... Just all those deleted scenes. The deleted scene trailer yes. alone was like, I'm on board. How much do you want? <laughs> or like bloopers uh, when you see like um, Harrison Ford like messed up or something. Uh, bloopers are awesome. Yeah, I will definitely say the, the deleted scenes trailer, they perfectly captured the excitement. Because what they did is they showed you the things that people already knew about. And... Uh, I, I love that their way, it was basically like letting you know, yeah, they're there, and on the deleted scenes, you'll get them. But it just caused so much excitement. Because, like, one of them, it shows Kylo Ren in the Millennium Falcon. Then the other one shows Maz, uh, you know, when they're underneath uh, at the little basement part where the lightsaber is. And stormtroopers come after them, and uh, Han Solo goes, oh, no. And he's like, is there another way out? And she's like, that's the only way out. And uh, then the stormtroopers come down the stairs. 
Everyone, everyone knows though that uh, that scene shows her use the force. She like causes the wall to fall down on top of them, but they cut it out of the movie because they decided it was unnecessary. But uh, like, I just love that they were like, "We know you know about it. Here it is." It's like the Hulkbuster when the Age of Ultron <laughs> trailer showed you Hulkbuster. It was like, "Okay, thanks for letting us know that it's there because we already knew it was." Just clarification for us. That's all we want. <laughs> Alright, so uh, after 50 minutes, that's going to do it for news. Uh, you had something? or? Oh, I just want to say uh, we can't wait for Civil War. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Especially with the dismal performance, uh, or I wouldn't say performance, but the dismal it was okay. reaction of uh, Batman v Superman. We're just hoping Civil War lives up to its name. <laughs> Take that, DC. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain they will, because they've done such a good job with... I mean, I, I've heard a few people say that um, out of Phase uh, 2, that, um, you know, that it's really between Guardians and Ant-Man as their favorite ones. And it's like, those were two brand new properties that no one knew about and no one gave any credence to. And those are the two that people say that are, were their favorites. So it's just like, and, and mind you, you had Thor 2, Captain America 2. I would still say so, uh, Winter Soldier is the best one. But, um... Iron Man 3 was in there. So it's just like, for the, for you to have like your name drawn, your, you know, your big name heroes sequels in there, and people are still saying that their favorite was probably Guardians or Ant-Man, it's like, they know what they're doing now. So, Civil War, I can almost guarantee it's going to be outstanding. Ooh. Like, there's no way around it. And then, um, and then at that, uh, Doctor Strange, probably gonna be amazing too. Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> is in it. Smog. And then I have rumors, <laughs> I think the next year or two years, we'll see uh, uh, Black Panther. That's what I heard. That's what I, yeah, that's the, the well, they originally announced Black Panther, but I know that that one might be off the table now because of Spider-Man, um, which people are mad about, but I'm like, Black Panther sucks. Uh, Black Panther <laughs> does look awesome, though, in the trailers, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe with our reaction to him in the movie, maybe. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's going to do, uh, do it for us with the news since that's 53 minutes. And uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, talk. Uh, we're going to give you guys a little Disneyland trip report since we were just there. All right. Before we get into our uh, trip report, um, Hunter just checked uh, Disneyland's Instagram and they released the Enchanted 8 uh, in case you care about March Magic. So uh, Cannonballs, Skippers... Small World Travelers and the Haunted Mansion Holidays are the last four. So they're going to go against uh, Disney World now. Um, I'm wondering, though, about... Uh, oh, no, they go against no, each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah, So, but uh, I'm wondering if, you know, it's going to be like the last couple of years, if it's going to end up Pirates and, you know, Haunted Mansion. I don't know, because the Travelers keep just taking down people. Yeah, Travel <laughs> Small World surprisingly beat out Toad Hall, so I, I was surprised to see that. That is so strange. But to move on, um, so last week we missed the podcast because uh, I, I and uh, the rest of us, the only days we can really do it are um, Mondays and Tuesdays, and just to give you a little heads up of how we do this, but um, we decided... Uh, to head out to Disneyland. I went on Monday, and Hunter was there, what, Tuesday, Tuesday. to Thursday? Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, yeah Wednesday. you came back Thursday, yeah. though, right? Um, so, I, like... And I stayed home crying. 
Yeah, George stayed home crying and watched uh, Batman v Superman and then was even more upset that they stole his money. As George put it, they stole his money. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, so I, I went down to Disneyland. Um, right, right now is spring break, which I had forgotten about, so I will definitely say crowds were insane, right? Would you oh, agree, Hunter? Oh, man. Yeah, they were everywhere. We waited, like, 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes to get on Pirates, and... Uh, I, I was lucky to catch it like that. <laughs> oh, we forgot too because we answered, we were like, me and James were like, why is it so crowded? And then we both looked at each other, oh man, we came here during spring break. Yeah. Um, of a gun. <laughs> I will say the very first thing I did when we got there is we went on Luigi. Um, and I will say oh. I was super excited because my daughter, who is two, is actually tall enough to ride Luigi's. So that made it even better. So we went in line. Um, I, I'm gonna start off. So the the line for Luigi's honestly looks the same. Yeah. They made a few changes though, and it was really just small things. It was a uh, they had a couple spots where it was you know the flying tire um, ad. They took those down and they replaced them with the uh, with uh, you know the um, dance. Uh, the roller yeah, the, well. Yeah, it's like the rollicking roadsters, like uh, Fiesta or something like that. Um, I took a picture. I took a picture of it. I thought it was really cool. Um, Did they have the tires still? Oh yeah, the <laughs> what? The three tires, the one with the yeah. The they white, still had that. Yeah, know, everything the was walls, the same except yeah. the like I said, the poster. They changed that um, to match, you know, the new thing. But uh, the ride itself, though, was awesome. Like I, I cannot say my daughter especially enjoyed this right like she super got a kick out of it and um you know i i thoroughly enjoyed this it i will say one thing it was very rough i did not realize it would be that rough um going into it it's uh completely trackless though um which i feel like was why it was so rough because you don't know where it's going so you can't prepare for (laughs) when it's gonna turn yeah you know what we went on it um, but me, James, and his girlfriend, we, 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 me and his girlfriend, we both liked it. We thought it was fun. He had, like, kind of a mixed review on it, because he said that he, he's not sure if he likes it more than the original ride. I was like, what? This ride is awesome! Yeah, it's, I will say, and mind you, uh, we're fans of the Flying Tire ride. We enjoyed it, but, uh, I definitely would say that this was better. Uh, this is kind of random, but, like, how's the music? Because, like, I saw... When they were recording the, the music. The music is actually nice. very awesome. It reminds me, uh, I will say a lot of it reminds me of to, uh, the Mater ride. Because like, so you've got the character singing the songs now. And you've got, uh, you've got kind of like the same whiplash feeling with the ride. <laughs> but the one thing I will say that like gives this like a different, um, a whole different aspect is of course the tracklessness of it. And the fact that they move around um, and... I think it's, like, four different uh, dance moves that they do. It's, like, so when you're in it, it's really fun um, when you're sitting there, you know, having it move around. But when you're watching it, it looks so beautiful. Like, just seeing these cars, like, move and glide just looks so uh, good. Let me just tell you right now, we were waiting in line for, for about 20 minutes. They had small technical issues. Yeah, it took I, a bit longer. I waited 50 minutes, and I got there at opening to <laughs> go on this ride. And, you know, we were enjoying it, and... Uh, we heard, I heard some dude behind me, he was like, it looks slow. I almost, I almost turned around to, to you know, smack him in the head. you want it to be? <laughs> and 
Here's my thing, though, is what made me laugh is I'm like, they don't look slow. I got on the ride. It was actually faster than I anticipated because I was like, ah, ah. Well, look at Mater's, you know. It looks slow when, like, you know, when you do the little turning. But when you're inside. When you're trying, ah. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree about Mater. Um, Did you guys see any uh, merchandise or shirts? Anything yeah, like so I, I was going to get into that. So they have merchandise for Rollick and Rover uh, Roadsters. I want to say, this is my complaint. The, they apparently gave no thought about uh, merchandising because all they had were like shirts. They had like shirts um, for the ride and pins. And immediately what I noticed is I was like, I want to own the car. Like, because that's the thing too. It's like they made a big deal. They even posted a Disney Parks blog about it, um, about each car having like its own personality. And I'm just like, why, why didn't they like sell those as like toys? Cause like it, it makes no sense. Like that's the that's almost the instant reaction you have is you're like, oh, I want to own the cars, and then you go and look and you're like, oh, there's nothing. Like or, you can't own it. Or like the shirt have like the own car, like the color or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, one sec, I'm checking for it right. Yeah, like um, so uh, on March 21st, Disney uh, put up a Disney Parks blog about it, where they said they're like uh, meet Cugino. Or Cugini at Luigi's Rollick and Roasters, and then they put up a map of all of them and their personalities. That's cool. uh, Their names and their license plates. So you've got Salvatore, Lorenzo, Giovanni, Carlo, Angelo, Rosa, Pasquale, uh, Sergio, Sofia, Vito, Tony, Elisabetta, Nicola. Uh, Karina, Gina, Lu- uh, Lucia, Carmela, uh, Carlo- uh, Carlotta, uh, Francesca, and Isabella. It's like, why are you not selling toys of these if they're all separate? Mm-hmm. Like, it made no sense. And, like, uh, even my daughter, she wanted she uh, wanted toys, and I was like, Wait, they don't have any. <laughs> they, they have them for, for uh, racers. Yeah, they have them for racers and for tow mater, so I'm assuming that they're going to do it eventually, but it, it just seems like, to me, like, it was an obvious, like, day one thing to have. Yeah. But, eh, you know, whatever. Um, I do want to bring up, if you guys don't know, if you're, like, a really hardcore collector at uh, Sarge's Surplus Set, they actually have a really cool model of uh, Cars Land in there now, mm. and you can actually purchase it. Um, they're calling it, it's like their Black Series uh, for cars, and what it is is you can purchase each, uh, you know, each uh, store. So it's like uh, Mater's, Flo's, V8 Cafe, Sarge's, uh, Surplus Hut, like, and you just look at them and you're like, man, these look really cool, but at the same time, I'm just like, why would I buy this? (laughs) (laughs) I had the opposite reaction. I was like, okay, I gotta find a way to justify buying a bunch of $120, you know, models. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I, I just saw them and I was like, you know, where would I put these? It was the main <laughs> thing. So I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, then I took my daughter on, uh, oh, George? I just want to ask, um, on the ride, uh, when you guys put on a SIPA, is it the same SIPA as a Mater ride or is it something yeah, you same? It's the same oh, Same? Okay. Yeah, uh, we went on the Mater ride after that because, of course, my daughter, the these are the two rides she can do. And once Autopia opens, we can take her on that. But, uh, so we took her on that. She loved that, too, which I super loved. She, uh, she thought that all these rides were so fun. 
Mm-hmm. But, uh, I was like, what are you looking for? <laughs> you know, that would be cool to sell that poster, man. Yeah, I would, actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, crowds were, you know, really big, though, at Disneyland, which, you know, really lays credence to, I know I talked about it earlier, but, like, the little Twitter feud I was having. So this fool is trying to tell me about, you know, spring break crowds at Universal compared to Disney, and he's like, Disneyland doesn't get crowds like that. And I'm like, yes, they do. Like, Disneyland always has crowds. And, like, right now, like, Disneyland doesn't really have a, uh, doesn't have an off-season. And that's the thing is, like, uh, I know a lot of people, I just read a thing about Disneyland, uh, you know, their whole pricing structure and how people are, like, they're trying to, um, uh, <laughs> That's actually funny. Uh, okay, one guy. You're you're like you're like that one guy that's like Batman v Superman was better than anything ever made. You're like, well, how is it that you're gonna say that, but then no one else agrees with you? That was just a bad comment over at the Disney blog. Like, I mean, haters gotta hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Um, it yeah. Honestly, I will say, uh, you know, to go to backtrack a little, Luigi's. I would definitely say this is a ride. Uh, that's really awesome. It's a lot. It's a lot better than uh, the flying tires, just in like the enjoyability factor. I, I would definitely say most people are not going to get off of this ride and not like it. Um, flying tires. It was almost universal that people were getting off of it and feeling like it wasn't that great. Um, and then even at that, when you see it, when you pass by it, the uh, kinetics of it, you, you just see a lot of movement. And everyone, I noticed everyone waited for that moment at the end because the last thing that every uh, dance does is it spins. And everyone waits for that moment. And as soon as it happens, because, uh, like, the cars all line up together and you know it's about to happen and everyone throws their arms up and gets ready for it to spin. And that's the thing, though, is, like, you, that's what you want is people to enjoy it. I, I was just going to say that, like, like, that's what people want, you know, like... Uh... I was gonna ask you, what's your favorite part about that ride? You know, like, it was definitely the spin at the end. Was so it was so awesome. Like, like what opened your your uh, you know? Oh yeah, I'm just gonna piggyback off of your thing. I forgot about the whole spinning thing. We stopped, and we were both looking at each other. I'm like, so is that it? Are we so? Yeah. Well, like you, when you're watching it, everyone everyone would like cheer when that part would happen, yeah. and you would just see everyone was waiting for that one moment. So it was like. That's that's what I saw though. It's like, yeah, this is not an E ticket. I'm gonna say that it. This is like what a D ticket attraction. Mm-hmm. I would say like it's enjoyable. You're not gonna see like hour waits. Like I would definitely say if it's like an over an hour, don't wait for it. But um, this is definitely a, a fun attraction. Mm-hmm. And at that too, like uh, with my daughter being able to ride it, uh, I enjoyed it even more that she could finally ride uh, something with a height requirement. So, like, for me, like, this was, like, uh, a great thing to do. Um, It's kind of, like, to me, it's, like, um, realistically, it's, like, adding a dark ride. It's, like, this is not an attraction that people are going to make the trip out here for it. But the thing is, is that it does uh, help, you know, foster in a great experience and, a you know, a great trip. Because, like, yeah, no one's going to be leaving Disneyland right now going... You know, and the Cars Land, the Luigi ride, though. They're going to be talking about, uh, car- they're going to talk about Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Your e-ticket is the one that people are going to talk about. Well, I'm not going to go into, uh, into Tomorrowland and talk about, oh my god, the Buzz Lightyear, though. I'm going to talk about Hyperspace Mountain. 
But the thing is, is that Buzz Lightyear is still a fun ride, and that's that's what you need. You know, you can't you can't be all e tickets because yeah. then it's just Six Flags. That's what Six Flags <laughs> is, all e tickets, and then it makes it so that it, it's just like okay, well, so, whatever. Yeah, then that's an issue with it. Is, you're right. No, you can't have a bunch of roller coasters and stuff like that because then it just turns into like, well, if I miss one, I'm not gonna care. Yeah. When you go out there, you're, you're like, I have to get on this ride. Or I'm going to feel like my trip wasn't as fun as it could have been. Yeah, I, I definitely want to bring up, too, though, that, like, the big thing, like, with flying tires, I definitely could agree that when you're walking by it, it doesn't even, it's not even attractive looking. You know, flying tires, like, you would just walk by it and you'd be like, okay. I like the flying well, tires. It was, it was fun, but you're right, you walk by it, you're like, those are some I will loaded say, looking tires. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, actually, I remember when it opened, a lot of people were questioning, they were like, what are they riding on? And that was the thing is like, you know, it wasn't so obvious that it was a tire to most people. Um, and when they took away the balls, like the thing was, is like, it completely took away the atmosphere. Exactly. At least with the balls, you know, you got people with attention like, hey, I want to throw at this kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was aiming at people. Oh, there's Courtney. <laughs> hey. Oh, uh, I will say um, I had... I did not enjoy the cookies and cream um, <gasps> churro, but what I did do is I went to California Churro in uh, downtown Disney and got their Oreo uh, churro. The stand, right? Yeah. Which, so the Oreo churro is $7, I think, mm -hmm. but it's actually churro bites with the uh, Oreo frosting. So I was like, I was like, okay, that's worth $7 to me. Realistically, I buy those when I go to the movies, and it's like $10 at... Or, <laughs> I want to say it's like 10 or $12. Something like that. But here's the issue with that, and it's sad, right? I will, because of how much I miss churro bites, you can straight tell me, I'll give you churro bites for 11 bucks. <laughs> I'm seriously contemplating that purchase right there on the spot. <laughs> it's like you tell a cast member, like, oh, can I get churro? Can you cut it for me, please, and put it in that cup? Put it in a little <laughs> cup. Dude, I, it's like, I'm going to charge you the cup. I will go say... Ahead and <laughs> The uh, cookies and cream churro that they have at, uh, at Cars Land, I looked at it. So what it is is, um, realistically, it's an Oreo churro. Mm -hmm. It's a chocolate churro, and inside of it they put the frosting. frosting yes. I liked but, it enough. Eh, I was like, like but I, I would rather do the bites. That, that was my thing. But like I said on, a, on that one trip report where I talked about it, it was good. It's not something I'm going to, and even though it was really good and I would eat it again, it's not going to be something I'm going to go out of my way and be like, I need to get my Oreo churro on. This is totally random, okay? Huh? But I heard from someone that the, they're getting rid of the turkey leg because they're not selling that much. What? I don't no, know. That, that's, that's, not, that's not That happening. is a terrible, yeah. terrible lie. Totally. I, I told him, like, well, is it, I mean, like turkey saying, legs are successful. Yeah, you know, that's people... like saying that churros are leaving. Like, it just doesn't make sense. If churros <laughs> left, everything would go, would, would break Hell loose. has frozen over. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa has died and made it to hell because it has frozen over. <laughs> just let it go, man. Um, no, um, I, I will say I forgot to try it out, but I, I had seen... That uh, there's a new funnel cake at uh, Disneyland. Hungry Bear has a cinnamon, or it's a cinnamon, or no, they call it a churro funnel cake. Realistically, it's just a cinnamon funnel cake, but I was just like, I need this. I need this <laughs> in my life. I didn't even know it existed. Unfortunately, I had already enjoyed the Oreo uh, churro <laughs> bite, so I was like, not in the mood for more, but man, I, I needed that. I will say the only sad part about my trip was 
We kept talking about doing it. We never stopped to get my Dole Whip. And I was very sad when I came home and realized I had forgotten about it. <laughs> He's like, God, that's what I forgot. Actually, over by your house, I saw that uh, there's a... Um, I forget what the, what the place is called, but there's an ice cream place next to the subway that on their freaking window has a Dole Whip on it. Actually, their uh, neon sign is a Dole Whip. And I said to Elizabeth, I was like, I wonder if it's good. Because, like, so far, every Dole Whip, like, I've had, like, that's not at Disneyland. It, it's honestly, you just feel like it's missing the magic. <laughs> that's the recipe, man. It's like, it's like a placebo it's not, effect. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as good. Like, that's the problem. They, they never get it right. They, they added the uh, Tinkerbell. Uh, yeah. The pixie, pixie dust. dust. Yeah. You say that. Is this just like the one I did to mine? Yes. You're a liar. <laughs> Don't know <laughs> face. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, I know uh, they had the Jungle Book uh, special preview. I didn't do that. My daughter pointed it out, though, because she saw the... She saw, um, they have, a uh, was it, Magira on the yeah. sign for it, and she pointed him out. She's like, cat! Cat! We don't do stuff like that, though. Um, I, I will say, I unfortunately forgot to go into Hero Headquarters, or Superhero HQ. Um, that was a mistake I made. But, uh, oh yeah, uh, this is the big thing I wanted to talk about. So the new Trials of the Temple show has, uh, come out, and... I wanted to point this out, so... <coughs> I didn't know this before. Uh, apparently, the Trials of the Temple uh, show, you know, the Jedi training show, before, um, so you get uh, the uh, Jedi training, or the Padawan learners, they fight uh, two visions. It's Darth Vader and the Seventh Sister from Star Wars Rebels. But then a third one would come out, and then that's when they have the whole thing with, uh, you know, the, um, the Ventress... Uh, has to, like, defeat her fear. The third one before was Darth Maul, which I I said to my wife, I was like, you know, that doesn't make sense because I'm like, Darth Maul is iconic, but he's not, like, you know, scary. So it's like, that's a, like I could understand Darth Vader being that, but Darth Maul, I was like, whatever. Like, that's just, like, whatever, bro. It's because of the double lightsaber, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went, though, to watch it because I had heard and I got to see it. The third vision now is uh, they brought over Kylo Ren, like the way that they do it in Disney World. But uh, I will say, like, um, I just listened to um, the uh, Radio Harambe show, and they were talking about when Disney, uh, well, I'm back order, or backlogged, so I'm listening to an old one, and they were talking about when they announced that uh, Kylo Ren is going to be replacing Darth Vader in um, Launch Bay, and they were like, no one's going to line up to meet Kylo Ren. They're like, everyone, they're like, when you think of Star Wars, you think of Darth Vader. That's who people want to meet. And I was like, first of all, you're an idiot. Secondly, um, yeah, you're right. People think of Darth Vader, but I'm like, the thing is, is that this movie just made $2 billion. And the one thing that I, I know I've said it to you guys plenty of times, so I'm sure you know what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. My biggest complaint is that for adults, they have nothing for the new movie for us. Because the thing is, is they're so big on being like, oh... The original trilogy. And it's like, I know the original trilogy. I want to jump on board with the new trilogy. And they're like, well, we don't have anything yet. So, you know, Kylo Ren, awesome. he's awesome. But just to like, I wanted to point out, first of all, I waited in a long line to meet him the last time I went. But uh, when he came out as the third vision, 
There was a thunderous applause from people when he came out. People were like, <gasps> and you just heard gasping and just clapping when he came out. And I was just like, yeah, because it's Kylo Ren. Like, he is now iconic to the store, to the franchise. He's iconic along with his uh, baby tantrum that yes. we all love. <laughs> and, and he does do a tantrum. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, I mean... Just to meet him, like, when you see his face, it's like, oh my god, yes. he's, right next, he's right here. Dude, I I will say, he is, defer- he is definitely, and he's now an iconic part of Star Wars. And yeah, I agree, Darth Vader will always be the main icon, mm-hmm. but Kylo Ren is definitely the new one. And then I, I said it to my wife, I was like, thinking back at the prequels, I'm like, that's the problem with the prequels, nothing's iconic in it except Darth Maul. Darth Maul is the most iconic thing you get from the prequel trilogy, and he dies in the first one. Yeah, I'd say it's Darth Maul and young Obi-Wan, but obviously when you think about <laughs> the, the original trilogy... No, I'm saying when you when you say iconic, like, you think of the thing that, like, immediately jumps in your mind. Right. You think of Darth, Darth Maul and his double-bladed yeah, lightsaber. And the double-bladed lightsaber. You don't think of Count Dooku being an old man with a, cape, with a brown cape <laughs> and his fencing lightsaber. You don't think of... Palpatine finally using his lightsaber. <laughs> or Yoda yeah, you don't think of Jar Jar. You you think of Darth Maul, or you know the original trilogy. You don't think about Emperor Palpatine. You don't think about oh Luke Skywalker, Han Solo. Like uh, the main icon you think of is Darth Vader. Is the first one that comes to mind. Like that evil evil man. <laughs> Just like the new ones. Yeah. I, of course, uh, all the things I listed, those are icon. Uh, they're, they yeah. are iconic, but it's like, they're not the first thing. Like, in the new set, you're not going to think to yourself, oh, Ray, Finn. Hey, Finn. You're going to think Kylo Ren. Kylo That's Ren. the first thought you're going to have is Kylo Ren and his mask and all that. That's what you're going to think of. And then after that, you're going you're gonna to say, you know what I come for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've come for. The map. We know uh, you found it. <laughs> You I guess see, you guys see any new shirts or anything like that over there? Um, there's uh, there's a few new merchandise. Uh, I actually um, got one of them for my birthday. It's a uh, it's a gray shirt with uh, Darth Vader when he's doing the you know the iconic uh, join me mm-hmm. and it says Empire Strikes Back on it. Uh, they had a really cool uh, Empire Strikes Back shirt that I wanted, but then I was really upset because it's from the junk food company, and I picked it up Ooh. and it's like. Uh, it's like uh, made to look distressed so I was just like no I don't want I, I like to wear in my shirts I don't like to buy a shirt worn in <laughs> when it does it over time I'm fine with it yeah <laughs> no, uh, when we were there we did a quick once over um, unfortunately well not even unfortunately since we had the, we had uh, James's kids with us obviously we went and looked at the toys which I'm fine with because honestly I love toys <laughs> but you know it was just the normal stuff that I saw, quite honestly, uh, because we didn't get to stop and look at the t-shirts for, for a super long time. Yeah, there's like, that's the thing. It's like, the one thing I love is like right now, they're, they're constantly getting new stuff in. Oh, actually, one thing I noticed too um, was, uh, you know how they have like that sand set uh, for Jakku? Yeah. They have a new one where it comes with uh, white sand and it's, uh, it's Battle of Hoth. Yes. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I showed it to my wife, and she was like, that's not coming into the house. <laughs> we have a very strict policy for my daughter, which is that Play-Doh and anything Play-Doh-esque is not coming in the house. <laughs> so uh, that was not coming. Yeah, we can deal with it at our house. Oh, man. That's your fault. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, they're, they're constantly getting new stuff in, though. They, uh, they now finally um, got in 
Luke's, well, of course, it's Ray's lightsaber now. They have the blue lightsaber to match the Kylo Ren. They have the, uh, they have Luke's green lightsaber too for the light up ones with the pole. Um, I, I was super excited. I forgot to buy them though. Uh, I keep uh, forgetting. I was actually at the Disney store and I saw them and I told my wife because she was like, well, she's like, get them if you want them because you keep saying it. And I'm like, yeah, but at Disneyland, I get a 15% discount. So I'm going to have to wait until I go there. <laughs> I love those uh, FX lightsabers. Oh, yeah. But we've got the, we, we, me and you had the super high quality ones. George has one too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You he have, has what? Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. I think George is the only one with a working one still. Yeah, mine uh, goes in and out. Yeah, mine stopped <laughs> working. I, I replaced the batteries and it just was like. Rah, 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 rah. That's like, what mine what does, is this? yeah. <laughs> and Sharper Image doesn't exist anymore, so my lifetime warranty doesn't make sense. <laughs> my lifetime warranty apparently had its life end. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, the, the Kylo Ren one is pretty cool. When I went to uh, Disneyland, um, they let me uh, try it out. Oh, they have yeah. a display right there. Yeah. They're like, here, try it out. I was like, don't mind if I do. Turn it's it on, heavy, that sucker. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing. Uh, I know my aunt um, had us pick it up when we went to Launch Bay at uh, Disney World. And that was the one thing that she said. She's like, you know, you want to flip it around, but it's so heavy. You're just like, I'm going to drop this thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I would have gotten my hands on it, I'd probably just go around the uh, store threatening people. Give <laughs> 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 me the information I'm looking for. <laughs> what are you talking about? I've seen it. You will turn the information over to the first order. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Take uh, this thing out of my way. <laughs> yes. The, yes. Star, so, like we said before, Star Wars is coming by the movie. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got really sidetracked. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that was the main stuff we wanted to talk about, though. was like, the, of course, like, spring break crowds made it so you really could not do... You yeah. could really feel the pain of, like, the train not being up and Autopia being down. But, of course, like, those are things we have yeah. to deal with. Um, one thing I did want to add in too, um, and my wife actually said that now she's willing to re-ride Matterhorn because of it. Matterhorn actually just put new cushions on the seats oh, good. Uh, to try to help uh, cushion them. Uh, so that's something you should be excited for if yes. you've got lazy butt or uh, you've got a bad back or something. <laughs> that ride will give you a bad back. You go in there feeling fine, you get off. Okay, so this is fun. We don't need to go on this for another two years. <laughs> yeah, um... What else? Uh, like I said, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, cool. we should, I forgot to bring that up in the news. So George just brought up uh, That's really um, what cool. I forgot about. Um, they announced the Lego minifigure set, and it's going to be Disney characters. So uh, looking at it now, because um, I posted it on the Disney Parks blog, you've got Syndrome, Ariel, Aladdin with the Lamp, Captain Hook, Donald Duck, Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Daisy Duck, Maleficent, Genie, LGMs from Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear, uh, Mr. Incredible, Peter Pan, Cheshire Cat, uh, Alice in Wonderland, the one from the cartoon, not the new no, one, yeah. uh, Ursula and Stitch. Oh, it's so, Ursula the Triton, too. Yeah, I'm super excited about this set coming out. Um, we actually have all talked about it. The one thing that's uh, that does suck is, like, we know that Target's going to be sold out of it immediately because they're always sold out of them, mm -hmm. but... Uh, we're pretty, uh, if you go to the Lego store, you'll get to see them. I will say, I checked the Lego store when I was there at Disneyland, and they don't have them yet. That Lego store usually gets things early. So, like, you know, if you're, if you're in the, if you're in Disneyland, like, 
uh, Downtown Disney, check that out because that's usually where they're gonna uh, pick them up. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure where uh, that's pretty much all we wanted to cover, though, yeah. right? Uh, like we said, though, Star Wars Land, they're furious, uh, they're furiously trying to get that going. You're um, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, so it it does suck though that since I didn't check out Superhero HQ. Next time I go there, it'll be closed, because it's closing April 1st. But, uh, you know, um, how do you guys feel about... The rumor is that it's going to turn into a preview area for Star Wars Land. What do you guys think of that? Okay, you know what? If that's the case, I'm on board with it. Me too. I'm a sucker for Blue Sky Cellar, so... that That's exactly what I thought of, is I was like, it's going to be Blue Sky Cellar for Star Wars. And it makes sense, because Launch Bay is there anyway. Yeah. You just use the stairs, go upstairs. Yeah, um, I'm really, ho I'm really uh, wondering what they're gonna be on, what's gonna be on display though inside of it. I'm assuming it's gonna be a lot of like obviously concept art, but um, what I'm hoping for is to see an actual model. That's my big thing. Yeah, I like to see like, I don't know, like sneak preview merchandise too. Sneak preview merchandise. This fool. <laughs> yeah, they're man. not gonna. They're not gonna have that until closer to it opening. I know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I know I had said it a few weeks ago, but before uh, Luigi's open, uh, a few weeks before it, I went to Disneyland and they already had the Luigi's uh, Rollick and Roadsters like uh, pins out, and I was like, "What the?" And well, I pointed them out, and then they were like, "Oh, these aren't supposed to be out." Well, when we <laughs> saw the sneak preview of Cars Land, they had a little merchandise stuff, a little sneak preview. They had, like, maybe two, three I think things they, of, like, toys. I think so. they had a pin where it was, like, <laughs> Cars Land. You're like, oh. Yeah, they were actually oh. very secretive with that stuff. Because, like, you didn't get most of it until... Uh, they opened. Yeah, they opened. I think it was... I want to say it was only, like, stuff that was, like, that they had already showed you. Where it was, like, the poster images, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. It was, like, the posters, but... Yeah, like, I'm sure they'll do something like that when it's coming. Good times, though. We were watching the same uh, movie, like, what, like, five times? Uh, <laughs> Blue Sky Selling? Yep. Haven't you already watched that? Yeah. Why don't you be quiet so I can watch the rest of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did, I did want to bring up, too, that uh, apparently, um, uh, well, this is unrelated, but this is Star Wars news. Um, apparently, part of Star Wars Episode Eight is supposed to be filming out here. Uh, in the desert, uh, up, uh, by Pahrump, because, like, uh, they already bought, like, the, you know, filming rights. So, like, uh, I saw it on a, f uh, post, though, because, uh, they were like, oh, you know, be on the lookout, because, uh, they're gonna do open casting calls for, like, you know, uh, just, uh, extras, and my buddy and I, he, he was like, you and I will be there for this, and I was like, uh, yes, definitely I will be there for that. I say the three of us go down there, and then we can make the outrageous claim that we are the stars of the new film. <laughs> Personally, if, if Star Wars is going on, I'm gonna have to do it. If it's here, I will have to do it. Doesn't matter if Call it's British. British. Yeah. <laughs> you say that. I, I'm, I'm calling in today. Why? I'm not feeling good. I see you in line. I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I call that too. Don't worry. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but I think that's going to uh, wrap it up for us yeah. this week. So we want to thank you guys again for listening and repeating to listen to us. Uh, like I said, I always check like our numbers and I just see them like going up every week. Especially what I love is uh, this past week... Um, 
I actually got an e- my little email about our statistics, and it said your top listen two episodes this weekend. The other uh, the other one that was a top listen, uh, which one was it? It was one of our Star Wars ones, and I was like, oh, cool! Like that's an old episode for people to be right. listening to. So I. I get a kick out of stuff like that. Because I always assume it's going to be the newest episode is yeah. to listen to. But, uh, you know, thank you guys once again. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Spreaker. Uh, we want to thank George for producing this podcast yes, since you, he sir. does all the editing now. <laughs> now that we do it more professional. Um, uh, so for me, you can follow me on any social media. I'll be at Geo Disney. That's G-I-O and then Disney. Uh, Hunter, you can follow me on Instagram, the Disney I two four, or on Instagram, Hunter three G A T M. Which if which you have Instagram, because you said Instagram. Oh, twice. sorry. And Twitter <laughs> is Hunter three G A T M. Which if you do follow me on there, you I think you've noticed that I've tried to start getting more vocal out there with it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, J one eighty two. I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, George's coworker Nathan, who was kind enough to listen to our. Uh, what's wrong with Hollywood? And he said he was on board with me until I said that I wanted to take down the Tower of Terror. He said that was blasphemy. Uh, I just want to say, Nathan, I understand that, but what I was talking about was a total redo of the area, okay? And I I believe I perfectly won that case anyway. I conceded the feat. <laughs> uh, anyway, really quick, uh, I want to, I'm pretty sure we all want to thank Dave again. And Mr. Bob Iger. Yes. <laughs> Dave and Bob Iger, one in the same. <laughs> uh, well, but like, uh, like Hunter said, we want to thank everyone who listens, though, because we, we really do appreciate it. Uh, regardless of any viewers, we were probably going to do this anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to know that someone cares, at least. And uh, if you want to get in a Twitter feud with me, go ahead and you can try your best. But, uh, <laughs> you know, thank you again, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. He will do what he must. (laughs) See ya, guys. I will finish what you've started. Okay, see ya, guys. Catch out.